song, Conversations with Myself, featuring me, myself, and I, sometimes a guest. Aloha! Welcome! Bienvenidos, bienvenue, welcomen, benvenuto, dobre den. Hey, you know the deal by now, y'all. However you say welcome in your language, welcome to my podcast. Um, this is the second week of me doing of me doing videos. Not really videos, more like shorts, I guess. Like, I'm going to record the whole episode as a video. <coughs> Excuse me, but I'm also, um, I, I've been putting, I put a little short on, on YouTube um, and Facebook. And it, t- it seemed to be doing really well so far. Um, I'm almost at 500 views. On my YouTube or my Facebook reel, so big shout out to Kevin. Which, by the way, uh, this episode is brought to you by and dedicated to hashtag Creator. Uh, when Kevin was on a couple weeks ago, he said some things about what it meant to be a creator and why he started that brand. And so, Kevin, hope you don't mind, man. But I'm going to <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to dedicate this episode uh, to hashtag Creator. And I'm going to inadvertently <laughs> make you a sponsor on this episode. Sorry, bro. Sorry, not sorry, because that brand is is pretty cool. So anyways, <clears throat> welcome to um, this this episode. Um, y'all, a lot of stuff has happened um, just in the past, in the past couple weeks. And, you know, those of you that have been following me know that we've been we've been going through some things. But we've been staying positive. And as a result, a lot of positive things have been happening in our life. Yesterday, I was sitting outside and, you know, I got a phone call yesterday. <clears throat> Excuse me, amazing phone call, by the way. But I got a phone call yesterday. And if y'all didn't see it on Facebook, I'm going to tell you now. Y'all, we got proof for the house. Uh, big news for us. Big, big just amazing news for us we had put in an offer on this house and the offer was accepted and now we're we're we've got a we've got a deal going we've got a contract to you know going with this house so super excited three thousand square foot home six bedrooms a backyard two car garage a formal dining room and a breakfast nook i mean y'all this really this this um this house is amazing and it's everything um that we need in a house and more but I was sitting outside. I got that phone call yesterday. And I'm just listening to music, kind of halfway celebrating. And this song came on uh, by a guy by the name of, uh, I'm going to look it up here. Coley Buds or Collie Buds. I don't know. C-O-L-L-I-E-B-U-D-D-Z. Uh, by the way, I don't own any of the copyright to <clears throat> to that song whatsoever. But I'm just, I'm giving credit where credit is due. <coughs> Uh, yesterday, this song ca- came on <clears throat> called Blind to You. And I was listening to the lyrics. <clears throat> and the lyrics say, I'm blind to you, haters. You can't stop me, rumor creators. That's one of the lines. And I just started getting pumped up <clears throat> because I've had my share of haters. I've had my share of people, you know, one reason or the next. Um, subliminally or right to my face <clears throat> don't want to see me succeed and we all have haters like if, if you stop and think about it 
Everyone has haters. There's always somebody that's <clears throat> snickering in the background because they see you do something good or talking trash because you're not where they think you should be. And I started thinking, we got to kill that noise in our heads. <clears throat> because if I let that stop me, if I had let that stop me years and years ago, right? I remember, so I used to do, <clears throat> I used to do acting back when I was younger. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I remember being outside of uh, Jefferson Middle School in Long Beach. And I was dressed up kind of like Steve Urkel, you know, the typical nerd. I had the glasses with the tape on the nose and <clears throat> I was wearing the chucks with the striped socks pulled up, the jeans rolled up, you know, suspenders, bow tie, the whole nine. And I was being a total geek in front of the school. What just so happened while they were taking these 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 photos for <clears throat> like, you know, my headshots or, you know, my acting pictures, I guess you can call them. But while I was taking these pictures, just so happened that the bell rang and passing period came <clears throat> and people were leaning out the windows, just laughing their butts off, just laughing, laughing, ha ha, pointing and laughing and everything. And for me, I think looking back on it, that was a serious flip it moment. And I halfway remember what was, what was going on through my mind and what was going through in my mind is I had two choices in that moment. <clears throat> I had two choices. <clears throat> I could a, let that bother me and stop doing what I was doing, put my head down in embarrassment and give up. <clears throat> or B, I could let that fuel the change. And man, I fed off that energy that was coming from all these kids. They're laughing at me. But I thought in my mind, I thought of it as they're laughing because I'm making them laugh. <clears throat> so it made all the difference in the world. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got something in my throat today. But anyway, where I'm going out with that is like, there was all kinds of people just putting that, that negativity towards me, I'm sure. Because I heard them. Look at this fool. Look at this, this stupid idiot. Oh, he looks so stupid. He looks so, what a nerd. What a dork. What a geek. Just all this stuff, right? <clears throat> of course, it was a little bit more hood than that because that's where I was living at the time. Y'all, look at this fool. It was more like that. But anyways, the point is, <clears throat> I could have let that define me, but I didn't. And I went on after that to um, be in... Uh, a couple different roles um, and made some some decent money out of it. I mean, not bad. I mean, for thirteen, you know, three thousand dollars, five thousand dollars is a heck of a lot of money. Um, but <clears throat> granted, I turns out I was just a hustle um, for my mom at the time, or well, not at the time, but I was a hustle for my mom at that time of my life. Here's where I'm getting out of this whole thing. <clears throat> <clears throat> I want to share with you guys what got me here, okay, and why and how, rather, the flippant principles and staying positive can make a difference in your life, okay? I've been through <clears throat> all kinds of stuff, y'all. I really, really have been through all kinds of stuff, and where I'm at now like I'm going to start with what, where I'm at, what I have. And I don't mean this in any arrogant sense or I'm not trying to brag, but where I'm getting at is I want to let you know what is possible if you, if you stay positive and what is possible if you stay on the grind and don't let anything hold you back. 
So I'm 41 years old, right? <coughs> we just bought a house. We both, mom and I, have decent cars with a decent car payment. My kids are very well-mannered. They say, yes, please, no, thank you. When they, when they meet <coughs> adults, they introduce themselves by shaking their hands. They call adults Mr. and Mrs., which is really funny <laughs> because when, when Mike, Mike and I, um, we, we, uh, we carpooled work every day, right? And the kids know him, Catalina and Jameson, those are the babies. They know him as Mr. Mike. So when Mike pulls in the driveway, Catalina's like, Daddy, Mr. Mike is here. And then Jameson goes hog wild. And he's like, Mr. Mike, Mr. Mike is here. So he runs out. Hi, Mr. Mike. And it's just the most adorable thing. <clears throat> and then when he goes to go back in the house, he like he's from the passenger door and Mike's in the in the driver's seat. And he's standing in the driveway in the passenger door. He goes, Mwah! and he like does this little air hug. Love you, Mr. Mike, and takes off. And it's just the cutest thing. So anyways, so I have well, well-behaved kids. The kids are doing outstanding in school. They're not having um, a bunch of issues. They're not having, they're not acting out. They're not, they're not being wild. I mean, they're wild like kids are, right? But for the most part, they're very well-behaved. I have a beautiful wife that is driven, passionate, and goal-driven and works her tail off to give us everything that we have here at the house because like i said before we had we have an old-fashioned lifestyle go to work she stays home well now she just got the job at t-mobile right so we've got we've got that going on for us and then auntie got the job at t-mobile we finally got our pool cleaned out <clears throat> the kids are going to go swimming in it today like there are just so many things that are going well in my life i just got back maybe <clears throat> about two or three weeks ago from from maui I went to Maui and spent a week in Maui with Jordan. And then the following weekend, Mike and I go to Denver. And we go to opening day um, for the Rockies. The Dodgers were in town. I mean, that just so much good stuff is going on for me right now. Right? But that didn't just happen overnight. <clears throat> and it didn't just, you know, it, it didn't just turn out to be one of those things. All of a sudden, we wake up and we have all this stuff going on. No. It took a lot of hard work. And I had to go through a lot to get there. Let me explain. Growing up, we grew up poor. We didn't know it at the time, <coughs> but we grew up poor. One time the, the electricity was out, and I asked my dad, I said, Daddy, Daddy, why are the lights out? And my dad said, well, you, you remember down the street you saw them dudes? They was underneath the ground, <coughs> and they was working underground. I was like, yes, sir. He said, well, they're working on the electricity. So everybody's lights is out, so we're going to have a sleepover in the living room. I didn't know it was because they couldn't afford the bill. Or the light bill. There were times we had fried bologna sandwiches for dinner and butter sandwiches for lunch. And I'm not making any of this up. This is this is legit. <clears throat> and I'm not saying any of it any of it to be like, oh poor me. I'm trying to show you how you can go from nothing to having everything that you that that you have room for in your life. I was sexually molested when I was a child. Sexually abused as a child. I was physically abused as a child. I was a witness to domestic violence as a child. So my dad beat the, sh the garbage out of my mom. <clears throat> I always justified it. I'm learning now there is no justification for it. <clears throat> it's just wrong. Went through drug addiction in my own life. Witnessed drug addiction in my parents' life witnessed alcoholism in my parents life 
I'm not afraid to admit it now. I know I'm an alcoholic. Do I still drink? Yes. Do I have it under control? Yes, I do. But the point that I'm making is I'm not afraid to admit that, yes, I'm an alcoholic. Yes, I'm an addict. I'm a recovering addict. Y'all, I smoked meth for years and years. When I joined the Army, I was probably about 135 pounds soaking wet because I was addicted to meth. But I got clean. Relapsed. Got clean. I smoked cigarettes for 20 years. And I'm not perfect with that. I vape. But I don't smoke near as much as I used to. I don't drink near as much as I used to. I haven't touched meth in I don't know how long. So I've I've slept in tents because the electricity wasn't on at the house. And I didn't want to expose the kids to to not having power. I've been homeless. I've gone without. And I say all these things because I did not let that define who I am. Right? We talked about it last week a little bit. You're going to have problems in your life. There, nobody's life is, is without problems. You're going to have problems in your life. But you can make a difference. It doesn't matter if you're addicted to drugs, if you're sexually molested, if you're abused as a child. You don't have to let that define who you are. You can be a different person. You have to make the choice to not let those things and circumstances that happen to you define who you are. You have to be different. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm living proof. I'm living proof. And it's not, it, it wasn't, yeah, every, anybody can work hard towards something, but it's a mental game. It's all a mental game. You have to make the decision mentally to view a situation in a different light than the one that it's presented in. You have to be strong enough to overcome it mentally, to say, this is not who I am. This is who I'm going to be. So I made that decision. I stayed positive when all the negative things were going on in the world. I manifested positive things happening. I manifested, hey, a lot of money's going to come in. I manifested, we're going to purchase this house. I manifested, this is our house. I manifested it so much, y'all, that after we saw the first house, we went and looked at the second house. and a, a, a second house, rather. And as I'm walking through, I'm all, ugh. Like, I don't even, like, why are we even in here? I don't want to look at this house. Like, I manifested so much that that first house was our house. I didn't want to see another house. So if you find yourself in a situation that you're uncomfortable in, you can get out of it. You can get out of that situation, but you have to make the conscientious decision and be disciplined enough mentally to make the change. Because it can change. Your circumstance can change. And to all my haters out there, what's up? I'm going to push through. You know why? Because I'm blind to you. <clears throat> like you keep doing what you want to do. <clears throat> because while you're busy worrying about me, you ain't going nowhere in your life. While you're busy worrying about me, I'm making changes. Let me say that again for the children in the back. While you're worrying about me, you ain't going nowhere. Also, while you're worrying about me, I'm busy grinding it out. You have not gone anywhere in your life because you're too busy worrying about what I'm doing. So don't worry about what I'm doing because I'm not worried about what you're doing. 
What I'm worried about is, yo, how do I get that house? And I got it. What I'm worried about is, how do I create a better future for my children? I'm making a better future for my children. And all this because I'm focusing I'm focusing on me. I'm focusing on making changes in my life. I'm focusing on not letting addiction and abuse determine who I am. And let me tell, let me tell you something. It didn't stop when I was a child, or when I became an adult, rather. You know, you think, oh, well, you become an adult, you move away from a situation. You can still find yourselves in the same situation as an adult. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I've been a victim of domestic violence. I know statistics show that more times than not, it's a woman, a woman who is a victim of domestic violence and her husband is the abuser. But it can go the other way. I'm not trying to take light off. I'm not trying to take the spotlight off of the statistic. But what I am saying is it can go the other way. And it went the other way for me. I had my head bashed in between a door and a, and a wall. I got punched probably 12 times consecutively in the face. Trying to block it off, but it didn't it didn't matter. It didn't it didn't help. It didn't do anything. So, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I was beat up. It's kicked in my testicles. Elbowed in my face. Spit on, got bit. But I didn't let that define who I was going to be. I didn't let that define anything. Because I knew there was better than that. And to all those people that are in a domestic violence or abusive relationship, I get it. And when I say I get it, what I mean is I get it's difficult to just walk away. And to everybody who says, oh, it's you just walk away. Why do you stay in a relationship like that? <clears throat> just be quiet. You don't get it. Seek to understand first. Before you start talking smack about why that person's in that abusive relationship. Seek to understand first. And once you get an understanding, maybe then you'll get it. Because you can't just walk away. It's not as easy as that. And if you're like, well, yeah, <clears throat> sure it is. Sure it is. It's easy. <clears throat> sure it's that easy. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I ain't no punk neither. But no, it's not. It's not just as simple as walking away. And the same goes with addiction of any kind. Substance abuse. <clears throat> it goes the same. To y'all that are out there struggling, I get it. Because it's not, it's not just like putting it down and that's just what happens. <clears throat> and that's the honest and goodness truth, man. Your People are going to relapse. But I think what we got to understand is it's all right. As long as you continue to try to make change, it's okay. Because it's not an easy fight. Dang. Anyway, sorry y'all, I just got got in my own head for a second because I'm thinking about thinking about everything that I've been through in my life and it just 
yeah, it just it just makes me happy as can be because I think about what I've gone through and I think about where I'm at. And y'all, I feel so powerful. I feel so powerful right now because I made it through those things. I didn't let those things defeat me. I didn't let those things define what what or who I was going to be. I rose above. I fought my butt off. And I got to where I am today. So I really think through it. And I really want to encourage y'all. Look, whatever you're going through. Whatever it is you're struggling with. Or you're battling with. You are strong enough to defeat it. You are strong enough. If a guy, this guy, 135 pounds soaking wet, can overcome every single obstacle that was put in front of him, I nearly died in the army, getting blown up. If I can overcome that, and I can overcome every circumstance that I've been given, you can overcome what you're going through too. The question is, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to get up at 4.15 in the morning instead of 6.30 because you want to do two hours of schoolwork. Are you willing to sacrifice sleep? When you decide it's time to put down your phone and pick up a book, are you willing to give up that dopamine stimulation in your brain? When you don't feel like doing anymore and you want to give up and go to sleep. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what Jordan did the other night. Jordan had a paper due. <clears throat> And at this point, she could have just stopped and she could have just gave up on this class. It's art appreciation class. And she's taking sociology too, but she could have just stopped and walked away from this class. But you know what she did the other night, man? Tired AF because she don't ever get no sleep. She don't ever get no sleep, man. She sleep. Jameson sleeps in his toddler bed and she'll lay down with him to snuggle him. She go, He goes to sleep. Then she'll go, go lay down with Catalina and snuggle with her till she goes to sleep, going in and out of sleep. <clears throat> and then finally get in the bed. And when she gets in the bed, maybe a half hour passed by. Jameson wakes up, wants to get in the bed with us. She tries to keep him in his bed. She don't ever sleep, it seems like. It seems like she don't ever get no sleep. I don't know how she does it. I don't know how she functions, man. But anyway, dead tired. Papers due at 11.59. She had the paper done earlier. But she spent that time perfecting it. She spent that time checking her work. Hey, why is that relevant, Jamie? Because she's unbreakable. Because she's like, look, I need to make sure this is perfect before I submit this. Why? Because that's what I value. I value awesome work. That's the difference I'm talking about, y'all. That's that drive and that passion. That's the thing that's going to set you apart from everybody else is are you doing things different? It may seem like if you think about it, it may seem like that the world is designed to hold us back and the world is designed for us to fail. And it may be. It may be. Let me tell you this, though. You don't have to be like everyone else. Like, I was thinking through this. What is normal? Like, we're like, how do you define what normal is? Because a good chunk of the population is the same, so that's what normal... Like, do you, do you hear how, how weird that sounds? Like, really think about it. Normal, like, 
a normal temperature, right? 98.7. That's because that's what everybody else's temperature is. So that's like within the normal range. But you know how, how weird that sounds? Like legitimately, like to me, it just kind of blows my mind. Like, well, normally, normally, you know, babies start crawling at this age. So if you don't crawl at that age, something's wrong with you. You're not developing properly. There could be something going on with you. Have we ever stopped to think about maybe it's because we're all different? <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're supposed to be different. Like who says, we were watching a show. I'm not going to bash show too much. I forget what it's called. I think it's called The Ultimatum. It's like some Netflix show. And basically the premise of the show is these couples go on there and one of the one of the people in the relationship gave the other an ultimatum. Like if if by the end of this show um, you don't marry me, then I'm walking out the door. And what's what's weird about this is that the, the 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 majority statistically on the show, right? The females who gave the ultimatum, it was a it was about a status thing. So the females are like, well, I'm 23. By this time, I should be married. I've already done college. I should be married. And I'm like, I started thinking about it, talking about it with Jordan. You know how asinine that is? Like, you want to get married because that's that's the next step in life? Because of what? Because of the status quo? Because your friends got married? Because your friends go to college? Bro, I'm 41 years old. I'm just now buying a house. The status quo does not matter. So... For all, the, all those that are hating on somebody because they're not doing things within your timeline, like y'all need to quiet the noise, man. Just because you achieve something faster than somebody else doesn't make you any better than them. Like I could even say, oh, well, maybe they have a stronger worth ethic. Oh, work out there. Okay, cool, but whatever. But that does not make you better than anybody else. Right? Like I'm going to tell you right now, John Fixel, I know you listen to this, man. I appreciate your support. My boy's been sober 26 years, man. 26 years and don't I, john you're going to totally understand where i'm coming from when i'm when i'm saying this um you might have somebody who's been sober five years does that make john any better than somebody than the person who's sober five years no somebody could be sober a week is john any better than that person no because his path is different everybody's path is going to be different than everybody else's and it's not the way it's supposed to be. Like, why do you want to do what everybody else does? Why, why, why do you get a kick out of that? Like me, I'm buying a house because I want the kids to have more space. I'm buying a house because I want something that's mine, that nobody can take from me because it belongs to me. That's why I want to buy this house. I'm not buying it for no dang status. I married Jordan because I love her. And that's what we wanted to do. I didn't marry her for no status or for no, that's the next step in life. Everybody has their own path and their own steps to take. So y'all stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop comparing yourself to, to somebody who's already graduated college and, and this and that and the other. And you know what? If somebody buys a house at 20, like there's this girl at work, Phyllis. Like she worked a crap ton of overtime, man. And bought a house. She's significantly younger than I. Does that make her a better person than I am? No, no, it doesn't. She has a different path than I do. And that's okay. And I'm sure she had things that she had to go through too. 
So when I share all my stories with y'all, I'm not sharing it to say I've had to go through more than you have, blah, blah. But I am saying, look, I'm, I am not without sin. I think I said that right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been through heck and back. Like that movie Event Horizon, y'all. I went to the edge of the galaxy and back. And we can make a difference in our own lives. But what it boils down to is, again, like I said earlier, how bad do you want it? Right? How bad do you really... What are you willing to sacrifice for the things that you want most? And I'm here to tell y'all, and this is the whole point of the episode right here, I am unbreakable. Sorry it took y'all 30 minutes to get to this point, but... I am unbreakable. You will not break me. No matter how much you have to say about me, no matter how hard you try to throw things in front of my path, you will not break me and you will not stop me. You may slow me down, but I'm not stopping. I don't plan on it. And you won't see me stop in the future. I'm going to be 80 years old and I'm still, no matter what you say or do, I'm still going to be grinding. So life I am unbreakable. You have to have that same mindset. You have to tell yourself, no matter what happens, you will not break me up here. My dad told me a story, y'all. And my dad said, when he was in jail, they controlled everything that you did. They controlled when you went to the bathroom, when you ate, when you could um, sleep, when you can go outside. They controlled everything that you did but they could not control his decisions. He made his own decisions. So people, don't let people control your mind. Don't let people make you feel like you have to do what they want you to do or you have to do what's going to fit in with the Joneses. Man, fuck the Joneses. That's how I feel. Because at the end of the day, I'm on my own path. And I am so excited for the path that I'm on. Has it sucked? Hell yeah, it sucked. I mean, it sucked bad. Like, bad, bro. Like, y'all ever got beat so bad that your butt cheek was purple and you had to sit on a bag of ice? I have. I have. And it sucked. It sucked. But here's what I'm saying. I'm not going to let that define me. I am unbreakable. Nothing is going to stop me. And all you haters that are out there, come on with it now. Come on with it. Because as you can see, I ain't stopping anytime soon. And you can be there too. That's the best part about this whole thing. If you're not getting what you're getting in life, or what you want to get in life, something needs to change. And I'm going to tell you right now, the easiest way to do it. Find positive and negative situations and manifest whatever it is that, that you're looking for. So let me explain. When, I, when Jordan and I were manifesting this house, we looked at this house every single day. We talked about it all the time. That's all that was on our mind was this house, getting approved for this house, getting into this house. We looked at pictures of the house. We talked about where we were going to put our furniture. And guess what? It happened. It's our house now. Why? Because that's all we were talking about was that daggum house. 
if all you're talking about is negative stuff, it follows the same same rule, man. If all you're talking about is negative stuff, what do you think you're going to what do you think is going to be on your mind? Just negative stuff. Now I'm not just saying again, life's full of unicorns and rainbows and your life is just going to magically change. Cuz your life won't magically change. But if you put in the hard work, you put in the dedication, and you focus on positive things and the things that you want most in life, you will get them and you will see them. You will see them. Jordan and I have done nothing but be positive, find positive and negative situations and manifest us getting getting into this house. Y'all, it took us a week and a half to get this house. A week and a half. I went from having no credit to bad credit to now buying a house. So I'm telling you, it doesn't matter your circumstance or your situation, you can get out of it. It doesn't matter what you're going through, you can fight your way out of it and you can make a change and you can have a better life. But the question is, are you going to be unbreakable up here? Or are you going to give up when it gets rough? You have to make that decision. But you need to decide that you're going to be unbreakable. Because if you do, things are going to change. Be unbreakable. All right, y'all. Man, where did the time go? It's already been 33 minutes. And I've done nothing but talk for 33 minutes. Anyway, look, I love you guys so much. Again, just know that you can be unbreakable. Just know that that you can make a change in your life. You can have the things that you want. You just need to stay focused on it and stay positive and don't let anything get in your way. Um, I really look forward to seeing you all next weekend. Um, I'm dropping an episode next week. Um, Until then, hey, I love you guys. I care about you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm getting a a ton of support for this podcast. I appreciate you. Merci beaucoup. Aho, wado, wado. Muchísimo gracias. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe, take care, and we'll talk next week. Are we like a rock star?